0: Welcome to the Subtle Cane Podcast, I'm your host Aaron Smith, broadcasting from the aorta of America, beautiful festival city, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, where we pump out reason and pierce through the propaganda. Here we go. Today is Sunday, December 18th, 2022. Here we are again on your most-tested Bill Goats-approved podcast, back on task and consistently challenging truth-adjacent narratives with the best of them. This is episode 42 of the Subtle Cane Podcast, The Reason. Well, my friends, I've been trying very hard to grapple with decisions about how to best serve people and encourage individuals to exercise their God-given right to free speech and honest inquiry. It's been an introspective period, to be sure. My good friend and loyal producer Chip has inadvertently provided me with some insight. See, Chip's an avid fisherman. He absolutely loves being out on the water. He stalks his scaly prey and lures them into his net. He's a true sportsman and only keeps the fish that he's allowed, and he actually uh, wants to eat and he throws the rest back, but... One thing a good fisherman always knows how to do is to find where the fish are biting. You can have all the fanciest equipment and the sweetest boat in the water, but if the fish aren't there, you're not going to catch anything but a sunburn. This kind of got me thinking about the hard line I've had with uh, any sort of online promotion of the show. Word of mouth is, of course, in my view, the best kind of advertising because it leads to the most buy-in from people. And that's great. And I I love when people are willing to go out on a limb and and do that for the show. Um, Many have. I hope that continues. Uh, It's been more and more clear to me, though, that if I'm to go where the fish are, so to speak, then I'm going to have to kind of dip my toes into a world that I don't really participate in. Uh, And that is some form or another of some kind of social media. That's an uncomfortable place for me to be um, for many reasons, which I've spoken about before. Technology, as I've also stated many times before, is always a two-edged sword. And I don't want to get sucked into uh, some machine of manufactured consent. But I also don't want to be cast off into outer darkness because I'm unwilling to use the tools available to me to reach people. So I'm kind of, I'm really, I'm battling with this. I'm thinking about it and I'm not sure what platforms I want to utilize. And I'm looking into what I can do to approach this situation most ethically. But it seems like folly to me at this point to totally disregard all platforms because that's where the people are. I have launched my Substack newsletter and the link is provided in the show notes today. Or you can just go to Substack.com and search for the Subtle Cane podcast and I should pop right up. I'm going to try and publish a newsletter every other week in kind of opposition to the weeks that I release podcast episodes. And I'm hoping that you will share the provided link wherever you can with whoever you can. I'm totally open to advice about how to, how to uh, best approach my efforts to expand my reach into the virtual world. And as always, as always, you can email me at subtle cane at protonmail.com. So those of you who have already checked out the Substack newsletter will know that I've kept myself somewhat sequestered from the news media for a little while now, because I, because I believe it's healthy to uh, take a break from time to time from the constant chatter and impending calamity that comes with following the quote-unquote news. It's been a welcome reprieve, and I've been able to invest a little more time into my community and my family. That's no small benefit. Another benefit to pausing in the consumption of trauma-based entertainment is that one becomes more acutely aware of paradigm shifts. I've noticed the transition from COVID to climate alarmism. And I'm not alone here, and and many many have stated such would be the case uh, for quite a while now. Uh, An image that comes to mind as of late, uh, probably due to the proximity to Christmas, is one of a, a bloated man in a brutal sleigh being dragged through the snows of time by a team of demonic reindeer. This bloated man is the forthcoming tyrannical technocracy, and the reindeer might be uh, Well, climate change, identity politics, how about the military-industrial complex, mm-hmm. central banks and CBDCs, big pharma, big ag, big tech, corporate collusion, and, well, last but not least, how about the biosecurity state? Of course, an argument can be made for uh, the interchangeability of any of those or additions to them, but I think you get the point. Each member of the team pulls their weight, but they also bear each other's burdens. When one gets tired or or can't quite do their part, the others always pick up the slack. The end product is globalist Santa gets his morbidly obese backside dragged ever along the path to our mostly unsuspecting houses to deliver his terrible gifts, and anyone who gets in the way will be run down mercilessly. It turns out, Grandma did get ran over by a reindeer, and that reindeer's name was COVID. We must also, all of us, work as a team, or maybe as a body, the body of Christ, otherwise known as the Church, capital C, not the building where people go to on Sundays. We need to proclaim truth and hope and the gospel. Matthew 10.16 says this, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep, in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. End quote. We're not supposed to become the enemies we oppose. It's always tempting when you see evil to respond in kind. We are supposed to be wise in our response. Of course, many of the people that I speak to um, become quite uncomfortable whenever I even hint at a topic that challenges the worldview proclaimed by the mainstream media. They become very uncomfortable. You can kind of see their eyes shifting away. They get that uncomfortable look on their face. Their feet start kind of shifting around a little bit. They might adjust positions in their chair if they're sitting. And even polite and empathetic individuals often visibly cringe a little bit at the, at the mention of a forbidden topic, like, let's say, eugenics or vaccine mandates. But, again, we're supposed to be wise as serpents. That means being informed. Wisdom is not possible without knowledge. Wisdom is the judicial response to knowledge. One cannot properly respond in ignorance. Harking back to episode 3 of this show, I'm reminded of the allegory of the cave and Socrates' conversation with Glaucon about the, the way the prisoners would respond to learning that the shadows on the wall of the cave are just that, and that reality as they know it is a falsity. It's an uncomfortable feeling to get when, when you start realizing that the things you've been told maybe aren't quite that way. And, and the more questions you ask, the more you realize that things aren't the way they were presented. And that's hard to adjust to. So you got to be graceful when you're talking to people and you got to understand that that's very, uh, that's a very uncomfortable place to be. But that doesn't mean that it's okay to just stick your head in the sand. And yes, I took a break from the ravings of the media, could have probably even been a longer break, but I took a break and it's healthy and it's right to do so when you need to. But I'm I'm feeling pretty refreshed and reinvigorated and I'm ready to contribute where I can. I mentioned how we, we have to work as a team, just like the terrible reindeer work as a team. We need to work as a team as well. And there are so many, so many people doing good work and and diving deeply into various topics out there, I'm going to be reaching out to a few of them even tomorrow already by email and trying to schedule some interviews should they accept. I have been led to believe that most on my list will likely uh, accept, and of course I'll be inviting uh, Pete Hagen, Froda Klebstuhl, and James Corbett back for some more interesting and informative conversations. I hope to start gearing this podcast more toward interviews as time goes by, and and I plan to utilize the Substack newsletter as an opinion column of sorts, sort of in place of the monologues I've done historically uh, on this show. So please, please consider subscribing. The majority of the content there will be free. I'm going to look into you know possibly some exclusive content content down the road um, when there's enough support to start advancing into you know, video or to, into some more long form material. But I sincerely appreciate your patience as, a, as I'm trying to navigate through this process here. It's it's no small task on top of my full time job and familial obligations, um, which that mostly means not being a terrible husband and making sure the house doesn't fall over and the animals are fed and cared for. So I hope you all have a very blessed Christmas and, and a happy and a healthy new year. There are always going to be, remember, there's always going to be schemes and scandals to cover. There will always be some group of maniacs trying to control and manipulate the rest of us. But don't let that define your life. Remember, wisdom is the correct response to knowledge. The correct response is not despair and anger. It's turning toward the hope that transcends this meager world. The reason for the season, as they say an incarnation of God, Emmanuel. I thought it would be fitting to read the first verse of Luke chapter 2. And while I do so, keep in mind what we've been seeing with the advent of the digital health passports, CBDCs, and the general principles of technocracy, and tell me that history does not repeat itself in some interesting ways. Here we go. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. Quote, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. End quote. Now, I encourage you to read the rest of the story and consider that the same kind of evil has always tried to manifest itself in our world because, as Alexander Solzhenitsyn so aptly put it, the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. How do we respond to the evil in this world? I dare say. We have an example. For all you listening, you are valued, you are loved, and yes, you are worthy. God bless, and good night. Running back once the fire's lit. Let the embers blow and be done with it. I'm startled by my lack of fear as a